Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brendan McCullough, your anime werewolf scuba diver. Ooh. I'm going down to the uh, marina trench and the moon can't get me there. I'm safe. Everybody needs hobbies. Even werewolves. Even werewolves. Uh... Uh, 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 sil- silver contained underwater breathing after at that I tried. <laughs> no! <laughs> Damn it! <We> got him. <laughs> it's the only way to defeat a werewolf. <laughs> I was like, what moon type things in the ocean can I pull from? Where where can my mind go? And I the moon I pulls the tides. Yeah, ah, I've seen Avatar. Miss Moon is very connected to Mr. Ocean. The ocean's oh. not a man. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous. Uh, Mr. Ocean, his name is Poseidon. Oh, you know what? Good point. <laughs> hey, can't get into Poseidon. I got beef with the ocean. I got beef with horses. I don't like that guy. <laughs> He's got a boat. Number one enemy. Fuck it. Brendan's list is very short, and it includes... Very big things. <laughs> Horses I don't have as a lot a of in the ocean. I don't have a lot of enemies, but the few I do have are way out of my league, and I'm unattainable. <laughs> I picked the wrong enemies to have. <laughs> yeah, talking to you, Mongolia. <laughs> the entirety of Mongolia. They're gonna kick my ass so hard. Uh. Oh. What are we doing today? <laughs> That's, I mean, you're the one that has to tell us, buddy. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I excuse me. <laughs> what are we watching today? Today we're watching something that I truly have no comprehension about. I saw the name and I went, "That's dumb enough to be my pick." We're watching Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. I'm the fact that you picked this is a blind pick. Yeah. I'm upset. (laughs) (laughs) That you know absolutely nothing about this program, Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. And you just said yes. That's the one. Truly anything. It can be the worst garbage we've ever seen in our lives. It can be a new hyperfixation for me. We'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, title alone, I feel like we get it, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's all there. Yeah, it's the same. It might be. It might be something different. We don't know. The <laughs> details. The beauty. The beauty's in the details. I'm hoping it fills an hour of conversation. Because if it doesn't, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey, hey. We already talked for five minutes about Miguel O'Hara. I think we could talk about that for another half hour at least. I can anyway. We got filler material. It'll be a spoiler for a lot of people who hasn't seen the movie yet, but we got stuff to cover. I'm assuming neither of you also know nothing about this show. Uh, nope. Never heard of it. <laughs> got nothing for you. Great. We're going in completely blind, which is always backfire on us. Hooray! Yeah, is there... 
I'm trying to think. Have there been any, like, just randomly pulled off the shelf titles that uh, amazed us? Because um, I feel like there might have been one or two, but um, I can only think of the bad times. <laughs> yeah, I, like, the only thing I can think of is Aki Can, but Brendan purposefully picked that to be, like, a bad time. And I don't think he means to do that with this one. <laughs> no, this one's blind. Aki Can, I knew. I was like, this is hot trash. Oh, okay. Um, Kino's Journey, I would throw up there of, I, at least I knew mm. nothing about it. And I was like, hey, this is actually pretty dang good. Yeah, that one had some interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I'm sure there are more. We've watched a lot of anime at this point. We watched 200 and almost 30 shows just for this podcast. Over 600 episodes of anime and some movies. Uh, The existential fear is uh, creeping in as we uh, bring up uh, the sheer amount of anime we've watched. Uh, We're going to go watch some more anime, I guess. Let's talk about space instead! Something red, something blood, something vampire. (laughs) Something red, something borrowed, something... Dead? Dead. We're back. It's fine. (laughs) This Uh. just like this show, we have nothing. This is nothing. I love the game we've made of truly never knowing what we'll come back on, and it's up to one of us to decide. This is And it's always to screw the other two over. Like it's always just a pure roulette. (laughs) Yes. This is simultaneously nothing and too much. (laughs) <laughs> and it's incredible that they've achieved this balance. <laughs> a balance no one asked for. That shouldn't exist, honestly. No. <laughs> Do you want the most intense lore? Uh, uh, intense being just uh, history plagiarism. Uh, <laughs> the most intense lore for something you don't care about. <laughs> don't worry. Most of that info is in the first episode, which I'll be recapping. You know, the one who is notoriously concise so episode one don't worry uh i took notes as well on all of this episode so if you get even a single detail wrong (laughs) i will know i i have the dates written down i have the names i have all the real places and settings it's all up in my brain. You can't get anything past me on this one. <laughs> what Brendan didn't know is that Tess and I have extensive knowledge of the US-USSR space race. <laughs> That's is a it lie. Because I'm I didn't watch. Is it because I didn't watch Italia in high school? Is that why I'm outnumbered <laughs> right now? <laughs> Was that season two of Italia? They should have covered it if they didn't. I don't remember. I, I'd say that would be a weird season, but that's just Italia. All of it's yep. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode one it starts off with Mitch Control talking about the vitals of the rocket ship that they launched into space. Turns out it's got a little animal in it. It's got a little dog. Off to a great start. I don't uh, like to think about the real space dog. <laughs> so well, don't worry. I, we have I a stand in. <laughs> I was upset. I don't like to be reminded of Laika. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the location? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so sorry. There's only one space dog, and it's Molly. Sorry. You know. 
<laughs> the very Russian name Ollie. Um, yeah, so this dog was launched up into a rocket in space to see if a, a creature could survive. And it was sent up by the... <sighs> deep breath. <laughs> Soyez Simritra Sosistalaskaskika Republic. What? Why did you get all that? Because it is... So far, so good. Uh, matching up with my notes. Continue. <laughs> it, uh, colloquially known as the UZSR. Of course. Also known, also known as Russia. It's just Russia. Let's... No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Legally dissimilar brand name, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we get a shot of some guy saying he, he will go to someday... Wow, my notes stopped abruptly. <laughs> I love it. You wrote down the entire real name of this fictional country and then just completely and I had a lost hemorrhage it. and just yeah. blacked out for a, a few minutes. Um, hey, listener, you know the space race? What if you just changed the names? That's the plot. That's Period. the show. End of sentence. We get a shot of uh, cosmonauts in training. They're doing some parachute training. And one guy's playfully, like, falls into his parachute being like, oh, ho, I can't wait to get to space one day. And they're like, watch it, you're just in the reserves, like, putting him in his place. Cut two. A woman in a big red robe in an ornate castle during a blizzard, holding up a necklace in front of the full moon, chanting a weird phrase. Now for the opening! Cause Hooray! God knows we're never going to explore that scene ever again. Mm-mm. It's science, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um... We get, uh, in the opening, a red spider lily. If you've watched as much anime as I have, that means someone's gonna die. I also know that. I didn't notice it, though. Yeah, it's quick. It was like a real quick flash. Mm. Uh, cut to September 1945, after the World War. There's currently a space race going on between, didn't write down the other country's name, the United Kingdom. But it's not that United Kingdom. It's no. a fictional United Kingdom. Don't which is get a surrogate for the U.S. Yeah. It's... But don't worry, this was the Second World War. It is, uh, uh, this world, uh, uh, coincidentally, uh, uh, also had two world wars. Um, um. It, it's just a wild choice for a lot of someone. Why? Um. It's exactly the history you know, but it has to be made up. We cannot implicate these things on these countries. They will sue us for libel. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is also neither of the countries that made this show, so... Fair. <laughs> it does qualify for libel. Um, the UK, which is the US, this, uh, ends up failing in the space race. They, they're they eating shit. And Russia, brand name, uh, is succeeding. And they are able to launch the first human space launch. And we just get a flash, I guess is the title name for the episode, but it just says, uh, the Nosferatu Project, which has gotta be a ska band name, right? <laughs> Like that's I mean, it is someday. now. <laughs> I mean, it would be called Nose for Scottu, but oh, sure. Oh, fuck. oh shit! I knew someone had something better than me. Scottu, uh, <laughs> cosmonaut. Uh, I called him the cosmonaut reserves, but we find out it's just the one guy's in the reserves. It's just the cosmonaut training program, uh, and they're practicing their parachute drills. Um, and then we, while they're practicing. We cut to a military truck driving along with a coffin in the back covered in chains. And then we cut back to the, the cosmonauts in training. And uh, as they're getting off the bus going back to the base, 
we get uh, a private gets plucked out of the lineup. Uh, and he's the peppy guy saying, one day he's going to get up in the space. He's the optimistic protag. His name is Lev Lips. What a name. What a name. It's Lev Itation. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets called in by the chief. And, of course, like any good group of people, they go, ooh, you're in trouble. <laughs> We're all going to be astronauts. Ooh, <laughs> the smartest people in the country. <laughs> and uh, he gets pulled in by the chief who says uh, Lev's record is very impressive. He's an outstanding cosmonaut, but ever since the incident, uh, he was knocked down to the reserves and back down to a private. So something happens. Will we find out in these three episodes? No. We Why get we? vague hints. We get hints, but yeah. there's, not, there's not a lot going on here. I feel like they didn't need to delay this no. information. No. Well, that's um, why they no, they had to because they don't have a lot going on. Yeah, so they got a breadcrumb, yeah. <laughs> and uh, because he was such an outstanding uh, cosmonaut, uh, but had one small incident, they figured they'll give him another chance. And they're planning on a manned space flight mission, and it'll be broadcast live to the world, which is concerning because if it's live it means they can't cover it up like they did last time <gasps> mm-hmm. if something goes wrong and they need uh more information about the effects of space on the human body because uh, they sent up a dog who's not great at communicating what space is like so they need someone who's sentient to go up and uh they want to run another test but they can't risk their cosmonauts lives they're too important they're real respected and intelligent people they can't risk them so lev uh so they bring Lev in to go, oh, don't get too excited. You're not going up. You're still being punished. God forbid you actually be a cosmonaut. Uh, <laughs> so instead, they're not sending up him or another animal. They're sending up a vampire. <gasps> also, vampires exist in this world. I feel Surprise! like a lot, of people are, a lot of people are okay with that knowledge like right off the bat. Like It's not shocking, but it also I, wasn't public knowledge. The title of this anime made me like... I was like, this feels like it's going to be, like, a cutesy kind of show. And then when I looked up the, like, plot, I was like, Space Race? 1957? (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, this has campy written all over it. Yeah. Like, oh, you elite team of vampires are our last defense against the aliens. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, no, let's have a grounded drama. About acceptance in the military. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that wildly accepting organization. The military. Uh, So, he gets assigned to be uh, the vampire's chaperone, essentially. So he goes down into the super secret basement of the military base with some scientist dude. And they walk into the cell. And they find the coffin with all the chains on it. They cut him off. And out pops the titular character, Irina. She's... Your anime vampire, you think pointy ears, red eyes, little fangies, otherwise completely human. But that is enough for prejudice. So, fuck her. And the scientist says, don't refer to her by name, even though we told you what her name is. Instead, refer to her as N44. Super inconspicuous. And since she isn't human, it won't be the first human flight, technically. And if anything goes wrong, it'll be easy to cover up. Because if she dies, again... Fucker. So, getting that established right off the bat, Liv is going to be training her for two weeks before her launch. I feel like that's not nearly enough time for anything. Mm -mm. (laughs) So they're setting themselves up for failure already. 
Uh, and he's got a few rules. He has to keep her identity a secret. He can't let her escape. Uh, he has to refer to her by her codename and has to prep her in time for the launch. Uh, and to help with all this, he's been reassigned to the bedroom next door to her cell so he can be keep her under constant supervision. But it's in a sp- b- 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 spooky basement. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the, the vampires here. We already know the vampires here. We brought her in. We made it haunted. <laughs> uh, and uh, he says, Lev will also have an assistant to help with all this, who is an expert on vampires. Again, just being like, hey, yeah, we knew about vampires this whole time, and we just don't tell people. Um, surprise, but, like, surprise. It's yeah. not even, like, uncommon knowledge, I don't think, because Lev wasn't surprised that vampires exist. He was just like, oh, a vampire? Weird choice. <laughs> I would have gone with another Russian, but hey, what do I know? And it's like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, it's, they're so casual about vampire knowledge. Yeah. Don't worry, don't... they'll the uh, the attitude towards vampire knowledge changes per scene, so we don't need to get too <laughs> That's attached. True, fair. So uh, he gets an assistant who is a vampire expert, and she is our token pink-haired anime girl. Her name is Anya. She is the peppy anime girl who's all giddy and excited to be able to hang around a vampire. Yay! Yay! No relation to pink-haired little girl Anya from Spy Family. <laughs> well, she was also in a secret government organization, so... <gasps> well, Damn. she was also super horny for a vampire, so... <laughs> <laughs> I missed that episode. Uh, scientist says, uh, remember to treat uh, the vampire as an experiment. Don't get close. She is an object, not a person. Uh, and then Anya lays out vampire facts, saying that they're going to train her at night when she's stronger, because they're weak during the day. Uh... Lev asks if she turns to ash in sunlight. She goes, no, that's a silly myth. Why on God's earth why would, you, would you think that? Uh, they just get weakened by sunlight. They don't actually get damaged by it. Uh, they also have night vision. And it's, I love vampire lore that's like, hey, you know this one rule about vampires that would make it super difficult to tell a story about vampires? What if we just got rid of it entirely? <laughs> and that's this whole show. Because not a single thing is true about vampires that you're thinking of. Yeah. It's like... It doesn't matter <laughs> at all. It's almost like there's no reason for to be a vampire. None of that comes into they play. Came up, they <laughs> came up with the title first. They really absolutely. Pulled, they really yeah. pulled words out of a hat, and we're just like, all right, let's make this one work. <laughs> um, then Anya gives Lev a schedule of what he has to do. Uh, he's worried about mealtime because she's a vampire. She's like, no, <gasps> they don't drink blood. They eat regular food. Again, she's just a human. Um, so he has to take her to the cafeteria to also socialize her for some reason, even though she has to be kept a secret. Uh, and he says it's time to go. He takes Irina and Anya uh, freak. He says, like, come on, Irina. And Anya freaks out. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't call her by her name. You have to call her N44. He's like, if I have to take her out and socialize her, it's going to be a lot fucking weirder if I'm referring to a person that's N44. So mm-hmm. immediately your rules are dumb. Mm-hmm. And he takes her out. She gets stressed. Also, especially the importance of socialization before putting someone alone in a tiny rocket to never be in contact with humans again. <laughs> she's got to make friends. So she can be sad when she leaves him forever and dies in space. Uh, oh, yeah. If she's rude to Houston over the radio, the mission <laughs> might not go well. <laughs> I mean, uh, Houston grad. Uh, <laughs> Houston 
have you got a problem? <laughs> is that funny? Is that anything? It's, good. it's better than what yes, I Yes, you do, and it's prejudice. Hi. <laughs> uh, I also like how they're like, you have to take her out and socialize her, even though she's meant to be keep be a top secret experiment. It's like, okay. Immediately contradicting. Anyway, he takes Keep her, her a secret. Don't let her escape. Take her out. Introduce her to people. Make what? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> he takes her out, gives her a tour of like the city at dusk. He's telling her, like, hey, over there's this, over there's that. They get to the cafeteria, uh, and they walk in. Everyone stops and stares at them. And he goes, well, might as well get this over with quickly. Take your hat off. So she does. Everyone sees that she's a vampire. Everyone knows she's a vampire immediately. Again, not a secret. And again, breaking like the second rule they told him, which was keep her a secret. Yeah, how was he immediately not taken off of this project? Like, <laughs> hey, we told you to do one thing. Keep her secret. <laughs> like, truly, if she had not taken her hat off... No one would have known. No one would have known. Nope. To be fair, nah. this guy was a great candidate, but he also fucked up once and got demoted to the reserves. I don't know why he's getting any special projects. He got demoted. Clearly he didn't earn it. And then immediately fucked it up. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's why I'm not surprised he's fucking it up. Uh, one guy immediately starts goofing of like, oh, she's a vampire, suck your blood, blah, blah, blah. And Lev tells him to knock it off. Irina calls him a fool and says he's tasteless and that's why she hates all humankind. And the room gets tense. And Lev tells them all that she's one of them. She's working just as hard and in the space program like they are. So they gotta treat her like it. And I think my favorite part is 30 minutes ago, Lev in a room with Anya was like, oh my god, are all of these vampire stereotypes true? And then <laughs> uh, they're like, hey, no, you idiot. Come on. Go to the dining hall. Where a bunch of soldiers are like, hey, are all these vampire stereotypes true? And Lev is like, come on, you guys. Oh, get with the times. What's wrong with you? Don't be ignorant like I was 20 minutes ago. And uh, so he the room gets tense. He tells them they're all. Uh, she's one of them, and Mikhail, who was the, uh, I don't know why I'm remembering names. It doesn't matter. He's the pretty boy who seems to be in charge of the group. Says, "All right, guys, let's welcome her." He claps. He's like, "Let's give them some privacy," and he clears out the entire cafeteria on his command. So they all leave Lev and Irina alone to eat. And uh, when they're left alone to eat, Irina goes to eat some roe, some fish eggs on a piece of toast, and good. God, is this scene sexualized for just no reason at all. This is body horror. It's, you get like a camera like zoomed in on her lips when she's chewing the fish egg from inside her mouth. Like a slow-mo shot of the fish egg breaking in her teeth. Like it's Quentin Tarantino levels of horny. And it's weird. Uh, Leave clearly is the one who's getting horned up by this. Gets flustered and looks away. Uh, On the drive back, Leave tells her uh, about the areas around and uh, she reacts to a building that he points out. So they stop, and he jumps up, being like, don't look at it! She's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, oh, there's crosses on this building. I thought it would, like, hurt you. And she's like, again, that's nothing. That's not a real thing. All your vampire lore's bullshit. It's almost like, I have no reason to be a vampire. Uh, and Lev, you're an idiot. I will tell you when my vampire lore is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would speed this show up quick. Again, they have to drag it out. I get it, but... Whew. Um, and he points out at the building, there's a grave for Molly, the first dog in space. And I ran to ask about it, saying, like, you treat these things as objects, and then you make memorials to them. And Leave says, uh, no, the, uh, government was pretty, like, generally well-respected Molly, like, throughout all the programs and stuff. 
Uh, that's why we made like a little memorial for her. But we respected this dog. We don't respect you, but you know, <laughs> we respect the dog more. Uh, but they're and- saying that's why they got attached to the dog. Now all subjects have to be treated like objects. <laughs> as in, when you get one dog and it dies, you go, nope, never again, never going to love again. Nope, my heart is closed <laughs> forever. And you die uh, broken and withered. Damn, you're right. What a fool am I? <laughs> Come on. That's, just <laughs> that's how you run a NASA. That's just space race, baby. That's how space works every time. Uh so he says the government wanted to test out like rockets and stuff, but when Molly went up, they didn't have the technology to bring the rocket back. So it was like, you couldn't send a human up, but so they just sent a dog up. Uh, and they said, uh, due to extreme abnormal heat, Molly died within hours of being launched up into space. And Irene was like, what? But I heard on the news that uh, the rocket was up there for weeks. He's like, yeah, it was, technically. So that's referring to what the first incident was that they had to cover up. And couldn't mm-hmm. broadcast the rocket launch live. So, after that... <clears throat> excuse me, I get choked up about rockets. <laughs> uh, after that, the government ruled that to treat all subjects like objects, uh, not as creatures. And that's why Arena got picked. And Arena says, ah, so you're just objectifying me to avoid guilt of killing me. It's like, yeah, kind of. Science. Yes, baby. that is the purpose. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, Lev is... What? She says Lev is like <laughs> since she's a cursed species and not a cute dog. Oh, she says Lev is like this, trying to placate his guilt uh, because they see vampires as a cursed species and not like a cute little dog. Mm. Uh, but she says she doesn't want his pity anyway. He's disgusting. Baka. She checks off the Sundari card. That's mm-hmm. all she is. Uh, she prays at Molly's grave. Wild to me. Uh, and Lev <laughs> remembers his superior saying the subjects are objects. But to him, no, they're different. And he just walks off. But clearly he's getting attached already. Uh, That night, Lev can't sleep because he's down in the basement freezing to death. And uh, we cut to Irina looking at her necklace wistfully when Lev uh, knocks on the door and brings her a blanket thinking she'll be cold. She says, no, you idiot. We already went over this. Vampires are good against the cold and bad against the heat. That's why they don't go out in the sun. And Lev apologizes. And then he apologizes about the cafeteria earlier with how everyone reacted and he goes no i want to apologize for myself because i was treating you differently than i should have it's like yeah she's a vampire dude (laughs) yeah uh and then leaves the blanket and a hot drink and once gone she gets out of her coffin uh and sees what he left her and Irina thinks they act nice but lev and anya would kill her the second they were ordered to they're no different i can't trust you it's the end of episode one. Ah. Good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it stays as thrilling throughout. Uh, <laughs> so we start off episode two. We see that there are 20 cosmonauts training uh, as candidates to be the first person in space. But none compared to Irina, who will actually be the first one. Uh, mm. Um. So... In short, this is just a series of training uh, segments. Mm-hmm. So, there's going to be some jumping around. But that's <laughs> the gist of it. This um, also, the, like, tonal change. The first episode had that weird moment with her teeth and tongue. But mm-hmm. this episode is, like, all kinky. 
little things for the freaks out there. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird because then the third episode doesn't have like any of that. It's so, I hated it. It felt so weird. <laughs> Well, first episode, we learned about her being a vampire, and that's inherently sexy. So you have some bits there. This episode is all about her physical abilities. (laughs) So that's why. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's the next Uh, logical step. So Lev gets Irina up. Uh... Again, she's playing with her necklace. It doesn't come up in these episodes. Never. Like, a third of these shots of... uh, A third of the shots in this show are her just, like, staring at her necklace deeply. Mm -hmm. There's some meaning here. Anyways, forget about it. (laughs) Uh, They gotta do calisthenics. Uh, So... She doesn't get special treatment because she's a vampire, so she has to do physical training like everyone else. And she's like, okay, cool, I'm a vampire. Goodbye, endless energy. And then they start doing laps. But then he's like, hmm, I'm not about to get smoked by some punk vampire. And he starts running. And and he starts out being like all right pace yourself you know you're not as strong as you think and then three seconds into the race he's like i'm gonna smoke you i'm gonna wipe the floor with your vampy ass your ass is grass and i am going to mow it (laughs) um and lev wins Lev wins beating out the person he's training and then he's like wow she gets competitive I, this whole scene is weird because yeah, he gets competitive out of nowhere. He wins, and he wins. He beats a vampire. Why is she, how is she a vampire? Why is she any better than humans? Like, I it just boggles me because it's like mm. she doesn't have any improved physicality at all. It's like, what are you? Yeah, I expected her to fucking have superhuman speed. <laughs> Uh, like, the thing is, she's slightly less winded than him, but still, yeah. get someone slightly stronger than this flunky, and then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, next, Anya takes her in for her physical. Can you guess <laughs> what, what sort of shenanigans the person who's in love with the vampire gets up to when, uh, they get, when she has to get naked? <laughs> She treats her super respectfully and respects her boundaries. <laughs> As mm-hmm. all anime does. <laughs> yep, she's like, wow, vampires, I love you, I respect you, give me your titties, please. What size are they? How heavy? Shape? Consistency? It's <laughs> also me on my first date. I love you, I respect you, give me your titties. <laughs> Wild that I'm single. <laughs> You you gotta stop uh, leading with the uh, form for insurance though. That mm. that should come afterwards. Oh okay okay. Um, but yeah yeah you know classic. Anya is like mm, let me see them titties, and Irene is like Lev you pervert get out of here you monster. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, <laughs> good trope. Good bit. Um, so after that, they're, uh, working on getting used to space food, so, um... Oh my god. (laughs) 
They they just eat their little their little tubes of astronaut food, and and uh, so they talk about, hey, so you're just a person when it comes to food, right? And she's like, mm, no, it's more nuanced than that. <laughs> but it's also not like it's just dumber. I eat. I have sensations in my mouth. Wink. Oh. But. I don't get flavor. <laughs> I experience everything about eating, except for the good part, which is tasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, uh, vampires are forbidden from drinking blood because it's barbaric. Fucking what? Okay, so a human rule. <laughs> Jesus, why do you have to be a vampire? I don't get... Who, who, who said it's barbaric and forbidden? Because I don't know if it's a vampire society. I feel like they'd be fine with it. I told Brendan this earlier, but I was watching this and Paul was sitting with me. And at this scene, he said, this sounds like someone's like deviant art vampire OC. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, yeah, I'm a vampire, but none of the vampire things matter. I want the vampire aesthetic, but I don't want to be problematic and prey on people. So I don't drink blood. It's like, cool, you have no substance. Uh, Some (laughs) of the tropes don't line up with the AMV I have going in my head for myself, (laughs) so I'm just going to ignore those. It's always some 41 pieces for me. (laughs) It's always the AMV of choice. Uh, She's like, yeah, I tasted blood once when I was 10. You know how a a child talks about alcohol. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, she wouldn't drink a human blood, even if she c- could, because it's gross and yucky and humans are gross. Um, and they talk about, like, yeah, all the tropes that you know about vampires are from the evil plague days when they needed to scapegoat someone, so they blamed vampires. Of course. Cool. I probably drank more blood than she has. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, truly, he's like, hey, what does blood taste like? My guy, have you never had a cut in your mouth? Or finger, (laughs) like on your finger and had to like suck on it? Like, it's... No no chapped lips in in Russia? (laughs) Loose tooth? Unimaginable. Never once. But Tessa, what does she drink instead? We gotta know. I'm... I'm so uh, scared you asked. Uh, it's it's the body's closest approximation to blood. That isn't blood. You know? Yeah. Piss. It's, no. it's milk. It's milk. It's milk, it's baby. Milk. Because it, it comes from a teat where there's also blood. What? Boo! Hiss! I'm angry. The explanation literally could have just been this is a sufficient substitute because it comes from animals. Like that could have been it and I would have accepted it. But no, it comes from a teat. And that's why. Tita. It I I also messaged you at this point. I'm like, I don't have evidence for it, but the milk also feels like a fetish thing. (laughs) Maybe that's just from too much anime on my part. But again, it could have been anything else. But it had Who to be milk. Who drinks milk nowadays? What the golden urn of milk? You think <laughs> is uh, someone's uh, milk? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> I also, 
I don't know. I'm sure you, maybe you both noticed. But the way she's fucking sucking the astronaut food out of the <laughs> tube is just absolutely vile. The way she, the way they animate it. it I was so upset. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, wow. No. Oh, you, you misunderstand. Subtlety. It's because vampires uh, suck, right? Not because she's like a sexy girl. No, it's the yeah, it's the vampire sucking power. That's why they had to animate her her cheeks hollowing as she sucked on this tube. <laughs> I'm dying. Could have just gripped it and ripped it like a Capri Sun, but no, it had to be more. Uh, ah, I don't know why it makes me so mad. I hated it. It also checks for just weirdly fetishy. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is, they say two sentences about milk. And then completely change it away again for no reason. <laughs> this has no relevance at all. They're just like, yeah, we're having, we're discussing blood and the stereotypes that come from the plague. Also, titty milk. Okay, <laughs> next training. Ah, <laughs> uh, and Lev is like, well, glad you're all full of milk now. This is the logical <laughs> next thing for you to do. Uh, we're doing heat training because you say vampires <laughs> oh my God. can't deal with the heat. So let's Just put you in a sauna milk. for an hour. Um, and they go into this portion of training with some high-level doctor who's like, Oh, this vampire, this evil thing. Oh, we must chain it up against the wall. This minority. <laughs> Gross. Um, so she, of course, gets a muzzle Mm -hmm. and handcuffs put Mm -hmm. on her. I could see the muzzle and handcuffs if you were actually afraid of a vampire. It's the collar and the leash. That's just a sex thing. That's just more fetish stuff. Like, step, (laughs) step too far. Keep this vampire away from me, but also don't let it get away from me. (laughs) 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 Ugh. So she barely makes it. It's it's hot. She doesn't like it. I, it's bad in there. Same. <laughs> yeah, for them, like hammering home, like vampires are weaker to heat. She seems to hold up just as well as the human does when he did it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because again, I was confused. Uh, I was like, okay, they said it's ninety degrees in the sauna. And I'm like, hmm, Celsius. That's a hundred ninety four degrees. Is it 90 degrees Fahrenheit? It's and not she's great. And she's, yeah, not great. But let's take someone less susceptible to heat than, let's say, a dog who can't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's let that be our next uh, jumping off point. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, it's easier to train coal miners to be astronauts than astronauts to drill for coal. Um, okay. Um <laughs> So, uh, next is G-Force training. The the doctor is like, ah, this mm, uh, vampy here, we gotta chain her up nice and tight in the G-Force machine. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, she gets harnessed in, and then he's he's like, "Mm, G-Force, we gotta spin you around all fast. Oh, we know this is a thing actual astronauts do, but what if we did all your training at once and just turned it up to... We turn it up from 11 to 0 
all the way back around to 11 again. <laughs> what are these numbers for? <laughs> <laughs> Just spin that dial. We'll see where it lands. Uh, but oh, You've it's... heard of 11. Get ready for Belevin. <laughs> Belevin. Uh, we use it in our Bletrick unit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn it. Bletrick unit. Damn oh, it. Oh, fuck. Come on. It was right there. Oh, oh. I'm so mad. <laughs> we had, oh, oh, you had all the clues, Mr. Detective. <laughs> this is more, this is more thought put in than the show has. God. Um, okay, so they go swimming. They're at the pool uh, discussing how they... Uh, oh, she's like, mm, why are we doing all these things? Shouldn't I learn how to fly a rocket, you fucking idiot? I hate you, dirty human. <laughs> and he's like, oh, didn't, <laughs> didn't anyone tell you? They're just leaving a lot of assumptions for this space travel mission. That's happening in two months. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, the only part you'll actually control is the parachute on reentry. And then we hear officials talking about how she'll have a parachute for re-entry. And then they're like, mm, but we don't care if she dies, because again, she's a dirty vamp object to us. Mm. Um, but uh, they do parachute training, and she's uh, scared of heights in an astronaut. Mm-hmm. That... <laughs> Look, we had one vampire at our disposal. (laughs) There's probably someone better suited, but um, I don't know. Um, But she works it out by getting shoved down a zip line. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Um, So afterwards, uh, he's like, well, you can't drink flavors, so let me get you some sparkling water, because you'll enjoy the bubbles. And then she's like, no, I hate this. This is yucky. But I secretly love it. Aw. I can't let him know I have a feeling. Is it, um, is it a running thing, specifically with Sundari characters, where they love, like, one specific food? I feel like this is a thing in anime. And I can't tell if it's for, like, a potential brand deal, if it's a way to humanize them more because they love one thing. But it always seems to be, like, one food in certain animes where it's just, like, get ready to see this in every episode. Yeah, it's, like, it's probably the thing to, like, warm them up to the love interest so they can keep giving it to the tsundere and they'll fall in love with them. You know, condition your crush like a Pavlovian dog. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, after this scene, then rewatching the opening, there's lemon seltzer in it i'm like mm-hmm. is is this uh, is this uh, is this an opening credits <laughs> moment le- like quality le- like level Lovely. of interest to you because this scene is nothing because <laughs> yeah she goes back to her room and there's oh she finds a lemon seltzer there and she likes it um i'm gonna all right brief tangent that's still relevant <laughs> i'm gonna call out Polar seltzer. You you make a good seltzer, but I'm going to say the fuck's up with the eight cans being the same price as the $12 cans for the store brand seltzer. That's, that's a big price jump for a third of the cans, Polar. 
I you're on the thin ice, Polar. You're on my list. <sighs> anyway, the bosses of the Soviet Union are like, mm, we have enemies outside the country, but also enemies inside. And then there's a mysterious person burning a picture of the vampire, and that's where we end episode two. Whoa. Okay, episode three, speed run. Let's go. <laughs> More height training. She's still scared. I would be too. I'm also afraid of heights, especially if someone pushed me off of one a height. <laughs> Understandable. One height. Um... There's been it's been ten days since she started training. Lev says Lev says she's doing really well, except for the heights. Um, she says she just can't help imagining falling and crashing into the ground. Uh, we see the capital city. There's a secret cabinet meeting to discuss the human flight test. They discuss Irina's progress. They think that she'll be ready for the time the flight. Great. Uh, I think this man runs the country. I don't know. He's, he brings up what they should do with her after the mission, and one guy stands up and says, We should execute her. We will study her after the flight to see how she reacts, but once that's done, we can just kill her. And then everybody claps. <laughs> everybody liked that. Everyone claps. <laughs> uh, the there are four this. applause breaks in this goddamn meeting. <laughs> Yeah, the leader the leader rejects this saying they don't need to make a rash decision and then he also receives applause. Please clap. Good answer. We should kill her. Clap 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 clap. clap, clap. clap, clap, clap. Let's not. Clap 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 clap. clap, clap. <laughs> um and then we see this leader man in his office complaining about the guys in the cabinet, I think. I don't care. Um <laughs> a hot lady says something about prison camp. Uh he thinks that space is more valuable than nuclear weapons. She reminds him that they've got their secret ingredient. Vampires. Why? Uh, uh, questions oh. abound. Also, a lot of attention on the jam in this scene. Again, weird food stuff. Uh-huh, yes. Um, all the cosmonaut students approach Lev, and they ask him how Arena is doing. He says that she's doing great. Uh... The one girl in the group says that Irina isn't an equal, and he's not even a cosmonaut candidate anymore. So who cares about either of you? Meh. Um, Justin, who is also the one who made fun of Irina in the first episode. Of course it's fucking Justin. This fucking guy. He, uh, ridicules, uh... Lev for not being a cosmonaut candidate anymore and thanks him for his short temper because now they have more of a chance to get into space. Um, Mikhail kind of pushes him aside and says that they're just all frustrated because they've been training for this. So to see a vampire do it first is frustrating. To which I say, she's the test subject. Yeah. Do they want to die? Like the whole purpose of using her for this first quote human unquote experiment test is so they don't kill any of their cosmonaut candidates. I'm fully on board of sending Justin up into space and watching his <laughs> eyeballs explode out of his head with the vacuum difference. I'm super fine with that if he wants that honor. Because I like how they're we like, what? Justin. They're like, why is he have cold to us? It's like, I don't know. You keep othering him and isolating him and saying like, hey, I'm glad you fucked up and I'm glad that you're lower than us now. And, and you're surprised that he's sympathizing with the only other person you do that to, the vampire. Like, no Weird. shit. Weird. 
Your buddy's not a human like us, but if she takes our place as the first human in space, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> We're ah. humans, but we also hate you as much as we hate the non-human. Ugh. Um, Some kind of human lover. <laughs> gross. Couldn't be me. Um, <laughs> in an exam room, Anya notes that Irina has been losing weight, and she's like, I'm fine, don't worry about it. And Anya wants to be buddies with her since she's not like the others. She's interested in vampires. She's cool with her. Um, Anya says the best way to overcome fear is through understanding, which is a sweet sentiment. Too bad it's in this show. (laughs) 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 Um, She's... uh, Anya is interested in Arena's, like, enjoyment of sparkling water and the whole inability to taste thing. Um... We see Lev sitting in a bar reading a book about psychology because he wants to help Irina overcome her fear of flights. Flights? Heights. Um, And repeated exposure is what will help. Um, He wants her to succeed. Otherwise, she'll just be another failure erased from their history. Uh, So he wants to help her see that soaring through the sky can be beautiful. So he's going to take her to fly. Uh... And they go on a plane, because he does mention at one point that he was in the Air Force. So he can fly a plane. Uh, She's freaking out. He says they're going to go above the clouds. They do. He tells her to open her eyes, and she sees the stars and the moon, and it's beautiful. I can show you a legally dissimilar parody. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he hopes that this makes her feel freedom instead of fear. And he sees some mountains in the distance, and he says, oh, hey, that's where you came from, huh? Do you want to go take a look at it? And she's like, no! (laughs) Don't bring me there! I have a past. (gasps) We will not tell you what it is! Thank God. (laughs) Um, She says she's not nervous anymore, and he's so happy for her. This, again... This moment is sweet. The way he's like, oh my god, like, I'm so glad that, like, you're not scared. It's very sweet. But again... Remember that conflict we introduced last episode? It's gone now. It's gone now. Don't know what the rest of the story's gonna be. (laughs) Um, So they land. As they walk through the base, they see some trucks pull in, and there are people lugging out bottles of blood. And Lev says it's for transfusion, so he asks these guys where they're taking it. And they say there was an accident and that people were hurt. This doesn't matter in our context, but I'm still going to say it because it's fucking crazy. There was Uh, an accident. There was an accident and it was at a base that specializes in launching rockets. We get some narration that tells us an ICBM exploded during a test launch and over 500 people died. It was an accident. Whack, bro. (laughs) It's a very big accident. That you don't figure. keep your dorms right next to the launch site? Is that, like, bad planning? <laughs> Was that not a good idea? Or five, over 500 people. Absolutely insane. That's that's the entire population of a small town. Yeah. No, our first 500-man team to the moon! Fuck! That, that was, like, my entire high school. <laughs> um. So, of course, this incident was somehow swept under the rug. Uh, by saying a plane crashed, um, but some people in the government think the explosion was on purpose. Uh, back to the fear of heights thing. Now she's practicing with parachutes. Uh, she has a less than graceful landing, but he says she's getting better. 
Um, she asks what happened with the ICBM. Uh, well, she asks if what happened with the ICBM will delay anything. He says no. Then she asks why they were testing a bomb at a space research facility. And he says that the space stuff is going to be used as weapons of war. But he's like, kidding. <laughs> JK. How funny and goofy that I said that. Government would never do that. No. Mm-mm. Um... And he says that he hopes they're really only developing rockets and stuff to be used for space flight. Uh, and he talks about... This is... <laughs> his teacher got arrested for, for being anti-war a long time ago. <gasps> wow. Um, but he just, like, brushes it off. So I will, too. <laughs> um, and he's like, you ready to keep going? Uh, and then... There's only one month until the test flight, so they're taking it to taking it to the next level. They're gonna jump from a helicopter. She jump. They jump. She's like strapped to him, like when you skydive with a teacher. Um, she's freaking out. He pulls the parachute. Uh, they land, and he says, "You can take it easy now." And she says, "No, let's go again." Uh, we see her do the heat training again. Lev asks, there's a younger researcher as well as the old man who hates her. Um, And Lev asks him why she pushes herself so hard because she has no patriotism or anything. So he's like, (laughs) why does she care about this? What else could motivate you other than the love for your country? I know. Huh. Never mind. (laughs) I can't even (laughs) joke about it. You idiot. Don't you know vampires are immune to propaganda? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The researcher says, uh, if Lev doesn't know, just don't think about it. Because if you start asking questions like this, you'll get too attached. Um, As she does the heat training, she kind of drifts off and we see... She has a memory of military guys carrying her coffin away from the vampire settlement. <laughs> it's then... just a full-on vampire village, like, off in the woods. Like, mm-hmm. they're not fancier. They're not cooler. They all just got some dark cloaks and pointed ears. Just... And that's it. They're just not a bunch special. Of, bunch of emo kids hanging out <laughs> in the woods. Um... And then, like, we see that she, like, is on an operating table with a bunch of guys standing over her. And then she thinks, I'm gonna succeed. I won't lose. And that's the end of episode three. And I recapped that in eight minutes, which I think is pretty good. I think I've done faster. Yeah, you could have gone faster. We were distracting you, so. That's okay. I mean, why does she want to do this? Because the government will fucking kill her if she doesn't. But joke's on her. They're gonna do it anyway. (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't know that yet and so, that's that's this anime after our glowing recap are we mm-hmm. there yet <sighs> <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> this show is a laugh riot uh i mean they mm-hmm. mm. they sure mm. did they did it. yeah like Vampire cosmonaut. If you just <laughs> threw that out in a room, I feel like 90% of people could give you a more entertaining show than this with that concept. Yeah. yeah. Even what you said earlier, vampires being the last line of defense against aliens. Great. Yeah. But 
when you make it like an elementary schooler's uh, first draft on a, 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 a discrimination allegory, it's um, not good. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> I was curious how a vampire would deal with the sun since it doesn't set in space. That alone had me interested. Boy, howdy, does that never come into play? Because <laughs> boy, howdy, sun, they just already rode around the sun. That you gone. know, one of the main things about vampires. Blood, They're like, don't mm, need it. Doesn't fit our narrative, I guess. She's like less strong. I don't know. What do you want from us? A thought? No. Superior physicality. <laughs> don't have it. Blood. Don't need it. Wings. Don't got them. How is she different than a human? Genuinely couldn't tell you. She does better in the cold than the heat. She might be Canadian. That's all I got. Yeah. She's so good at sucking. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Doesn't make me a vampire. Whatever. I don't get a show. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. It's it. It's truly just setting up setting up a world that is slightly skewed from our world but also there's vampires but it really doesn't matter so it it really doesn't yeah it it it's, it's not, not even like fun to like <laughs> to rip it apart i like we we joke about it but like the solid critique of it is that this was half an idea uh really thoroughly fleshed out for some reason in all mm-hmm. the wrong places <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was, it's 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 nothing. Like I said before, it's nothing, but also tries to be so much, and it just is so completely unsuccessful. It's one of those less than mediocre shows because, like Aki Can, which is just hot garbage, you can tear into that for days. There's stuff there to go nuts over. This is just mm-hmm. meh, and it's probably the mm-hmm. worst worst thing to recap. It's just like it's just nothing. I got nothing to yep. pick on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, if you have something, <laughs> anything, we would appreciate it if you sent that something to our inbox of our email, arewebetheryet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Tumblr or TikTok, arewebetheryet on both sites, and you, you can start finding me around places as as Tessibles. I I finally Ooh. found something a rebrand I could get behind, and I uh, love it. Thanks. I'm like You're finally welcome. a name pun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at honey period d or on Tumblr at honey d and honey is spelled h u n n i e. You can find me at my name pun. Burns when I weeb. Branded till I die. (laughs) It'll be be very soon. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Thank you to Camille Rulli for our artwork. Thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. There it is. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with vampires. I mean anime! We'll never learn to live with vampires. What are we doing? What are we doing in the shadows? Nothing. Just truly nothing. <laughs> we go to space. Space. <laughs>